0: Is God only good if your life is going the way you want it? While no Christian perfectly holds their tongue, James chapter 3, verses 1-10, through 10, and therefore Christians do erupt with grumbling and disputing at times. Because God is at work in us, that diminishes in the individual Christian over time as they are conformed into the image of Christ. This week, Dr. Dixon teaches that we are far too easily displeased. Well, bless
1: the Lord. I'm here with you again and yet during this Thanksgiving month. The time is here. It's upon us that we're talking about giving thanks unto the Lord, not for all things, but in all things. And as you begin to do that, how he will give you the grace that you need to move into it, no matter how you feel that I don't see how I can do this. You can do it. It can be done, and the future joy will come to pass in your life. Oh, yes, it will. Some of you, I could even share with you, many times you can say to yourself, you know, I'm just too easily displeased. I'm too easily. I've seen some people, I'll say so many times, they go from zero to 100 so quick. <laughs> too easily Displeased, and there are some people just by. Oh, I hate to say this, but naughty nature. You know, many times people they just grumble, grumble, grumble all the time. This, it's never anything right. I'm talking about believers, people in the church. Well, you know, I've already given you what you need for that. In the midst of whatever it is that you feel is just so horrible, the grace of God and the joy that comes from it as you begin to move in it because He shows you your future. Great things will happen. Well. What if you're one of those that's saying, I've heard everything you've said, but I've been, you know, I still move into that place of grumbling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I stand on the word. I know that it is the word that will cleanse. It's the word that will just work everything out of our heart. Philippians two fourteen and 15. It says, do all things without grumbling or disputing that you may be blameless and innocent children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and twisted generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. I have never been a grumbler by nature. I've I've always been one that looked at the bright side, that was an exhorter and a comforter. I've always been like that. But, you know, there can always, in the midst of that, because I want to hit everyone this morning because the word is true. As long as we're in this flesh, as long as we're in this body, it's going to be something oh yes, that you find yourself grumbling about. I tell you, and this lesson, we just need to refresh our souls with it as we go. Well, I want you to know sometimes there can be things that go wrong, things that happen, things that can take place. And I'm not saying that 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 you feel about it is not true. It can all prove true, by the way. But when this happens, you'll find yourself in a position of saying, that just stole my time. That just took time away. And And let me tell you, it's not that it came upon you unexpectedly. As I said previously, it all proved true. When it happened, you said, oh, Lord, this is going to take some time. I got to deal with this, and I don't have the time, but I got to take the time. Well, as soon as that happens, let me tell you, you'll find yourself resenting the time-stealing inconvenience. Whenever you let grumbling start coming in and just as soon as someone calls you in the middle of it or someone says something to you in the middle of you dealing with it, out of your mouth comes your displeasure. Oh, well, the truth is when you grumble, you've lost touch with reality. We see it with road rage. We see it with parents that have just gone Past the limit of patience, we see it. That's what happens whenever those things that are proven true, and you say, I said, I told you this would happen. I knew this would take place. Oh, out of your mouth comes displeasure. Well, you know, life doesn't get any better. And you'll say to yourself, when you stop and think about it, because you've lost touch with reality, and when you begin to pull yourself back in, you say, What is the matter with me? The matter is, That you too easily listen to the lies of the enemy, which is moving in your selfish sin nature. Mm -hmm. See, when you assume all the reality should serve your preferences and, and you begin to grumble against anything that doesn't. But the truth is, when you grumble, you have lost touch with reality. Some things are just going to happen. I tell you, whenever I get into an unexpected traffic jam and I don't know about your city or your country or where you are, but oh my gosh, they're working everywhere and they don't have any advance notice that when you get up on it, there's a sign there telling you this is closed down or that's closed down and you're where you can't get off on a ramp. You're stuck there <laughs> My daughter was in such a situation that she had to get to school to pick up her son and was not able to get there because she stuck. She couldn't get off and she couldn't move forward and she was stuck there and she called. And let me tell you, this kind of lesson and training and teaching, there's always God's grace, always makes a way. Remember that Jesus is the way, His grace makes a way. There's always something. And as she sat there, because she's been groomed in this, and still there'll be times you say, Oh, out of your mouth will come displeasure. But if you just stop and pull it back in, she thought about it just what am I going to do? And another parent called her and said, I'm here. I can get your son and I can meet you at such and such a place. I mean, the way Jesus made a way. Whenever you're going through something and you decide to not allow grumbling to come out of your mouth, displeasure in any way, the way shows up. (laughs) Oh, yes, it does. Because life's problems, they won't get any smaller. But you got to learn how to deal with it and how to handle it. And don't believe the pathological lie of selfish sin Nature. Don't believe it. Don't believe it that everything's got to serve you. Don't believe it. And you start grumbling when it does not. Don't lose touch with reality. Now, what does grumbling gauge? Let's, Let's talk about that a bit. Grumbling is a gauge of the human soul. I've been talking a lot recently about the soul because that's the part of us, of our mind, our will, and our emotions, all right? That's the part of us beyond our spirit. You can be coming to church. You can be attending. You can be releasing tithe and giving offerings and still allowing displeasure to come out of your mouth. It's a gauge of the human soul. It gauges your gaze on grace, it tells you that you're not seeing grace. Uh huh. You're not seeing the fact that I know displeasure came out of my mouth, but uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not grumbling. I know that Jesus is the way and He's gonna make a way out of this situation. And Father, right now, I thank you for your grace in this that I have no control over. You see, when you stop seeing grace, you'll start grumbling. Grumbling pours out of your soul whenever you feel like you're not getting what you deserve. And sometimes you can even be crass enough to think to hell with what we deserve. We're not getting what we want. That was very crass, wasn't it? But that's what happens in the soulish realm when you are not seeing grace. See, you got to gaze on grace. That's the gauge. Okay? Okay. When you're grumbling, Mm -hmm. glory to God. And see, grumbling is a a symptom of a, I'm going to use another word here, myopic soul, M-Y-O-P-I-C. It's a symptom of that. And see, selfishness has caused tunnel vision and has fixated on a craving or cravings. And the soul has lost sight of the glory Mm. and wonder of God and the splendor and the hope that is in the reborn, the redeemed life. And therefore, it's far too easily displeased. That's why you got to read the Bible. You got to give the soul something that it can begin to move into and have feelings about and emotionally charge concerning, knowing the will of God. And his will is his word. His word is his will. And it's not getting deep. It's simply knowing that what I need to begin to gaze upon, what I need to begin to look, I got to gaze upon grace. Uh huh. that Jesus is the way. In. Oh, he's going to make a way for me out of this. Oh. See, the soul has lost sight of the glory and the wonder and the splendor and the hope that we have when we have a relationship with Christ Jesus. Oh, yes. I, I don't care where it is. You can begin to pull in from the redeemed life Uh Uh-huh. And not be so easily displeasing. You got to start somewhere. And as you begin to start here, as I've been talking about all this month, you got to start somewhere and you begin to exercise this and you begin to do this. You'll find that your vision, you're seeing grace and your gaze upon it. You'll set your sight upon it. You won't look to the left or to the right. You said, I'm coming out. I'm coming out of this. Because grumbling is evidence of soul vision impairment. Soul, S-O-U-L. Soul vision impairment impairment. Now, what does gratitude gauge? The opposite of grumbling in the soul is gratitude. And gratitude also gazes our gaze on grace. It tells us that we're seeing grace. (laughs) Oh, glory. See, gratitude pours out of our souls whenever we're receiving a gift. See, we know we don't deserve it and we experience a humble happiness. And let me tell you, as sinners who have received the gospel of the grace of God, let me tell you, I put myself in there. Yes, we are receiving these gifts all the time. Gratitude is a symptom of a healthy, expansive soul. I'm telling you, I have to say it because I'm so grateful. When, When my staff let me know about countries adding on, I stop wherever I am and I thank God. I give God thanks. I said, thank you, Lord. I'm so grateful. I'm thanking God. And that's why this month I'm thanking God for you. I'm thanking God for you tuning in. I'm thanking God for you being a part. I'm thanking God for you just connecting up and walking through this, this dash podcast, making an impact that is positive, that is productive, that is prayerful concerning your life and that your impact others as well. And in this, this month of being thankful, it's gazing your soul vision. Oh Yeah. And I, I just making a decision. I'm not going to grumble anymore. I'm not going to allow displeasure to come out of my mouth. It is a gaze of what I'm looking at, of what I see, of how I see my future, of how I see myself coming out of this moment, this horrible moment. You haristo, this horrible time. I'm coming out. Uh, gratitude gazes the soul and it lets you know that you're looking upon grace. Mm. It tells you that you are seeing grace. (sighs) And the gospel of grace that has been given unto us, it's got a panoramic vision. It allows you to see that this grace will be sufficient. Mm. Paul said, "I I mean, you know, he was going through a horrific situation. Yeah. And it was terrible. He even prayed to God to remove this from him three times. It was a thorn in his flesh. You know, that means that's hurting real bad. And God said, my grace is sufficient. He was just saying, you got to gaze. See, there's something, whatever we go through it's for our good because it's going to work out an eternal weight of glory for us that God is doing. And whatever you're going through, it's something in that, that God is getting your gaze the more on him. Getting our eyes off of the grumbling, away from the horror of it, and getting our eyes on him. And as we learn that lesson, let me tell you, it won't matter what life brings. Well, you know you know what we say. Uh-huh. I already got that. I've learned that lesson, and I got the t-shirt. Come on. I know already what's going to happen there. And I'm going to stand and see this all the way through the end with God's grace. I'm going all the way. I'm going to see it completed and done. And God's going to meet my every need. Yeah, he said it in Philippians. Yeah, Paul wrote that too. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. God will meet all your need. And when inconvenience, crisis, weakness, affliction, unexpected demand, suffering, and persecution hit, he will meet the need. In fact, in all these things, this grace will make us more than conquerors through him who loved us. Romans 8. I'm telling you, you'll find yourself coming out so victorious. It'll be greater than that. It'll be such a great victory of you going all the way through to the end in spite of the horrors, in spite of what the enemy brought on as affliction. Oh, in spite of all of that, if you will begin to get into the word of God, get a scripture and stand on it. You don't have to get deep. Get a scripture concerning what you're going through and stand on it. I'm telling you, his grace will be sufficient and you need. To that scripture, because it strengthens you. It gives you a confidence and an ability to endure to the end. And you find yourself, the human soul, it'll begin to gaze on the grace of God instead of grumbling. And you find yourself where you're not seeing grace. But if you gaze upon the grace of God, oh, that gratitude gauge goes up. (laughs) Oh, yes, it does. And you find yourself in a position of victory. Great victory. Because you're more than a conqueror through him who loved us. Oh, so I'm telling you today. Get busy. Get busy. Get busy. Get busy. Learn the accents of heaven and know the accent of hell. The accent of heaven. Oh, mm, I'm not going to grumble. No, 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 no. I'm going to have gratitude. Uh, from God. So the accent of heaven is gratitude and the accent of hell is grumbling. Which do you want? Okay. It's up to you. It's a decision to make. And when you make that decision, oh, you begin to let the soul know, I'm getting ready to make some changes. I'm getting ready to make some exchanges with Christ Jesus concerning what's been coming out of my mouth. I'm not going to allow the reality that is happening in this world to come out of my mouth. I'm not going to lose touch with the real reality. What am I saying here? Because you find out when you begin to understand that the world is so filled with grumbling, it's ruled by the prince of the power of the air and its citizens speak the official language, grumbling. But oh, Paul tells us as believers that we can do all things without grumbling, <laughs> Uh Uh-huh. Philippians 2 and 14. And the children of God should not speak with the accent of hell. Rather, our speech should always be gracious. It should have the accent of heaven. Those who have been forgiven so much and promised so much should speak words that are always salted with gratitude. Oh, yes. Gospel gratitude is a foreign language here on earth. We are citizens of a better country. And that's the way you have to look at it. Oh, yes. The children of God should speak with the accent of heaven and not with the accent of hell because we are not citizens from down here. We're doing all things without grumbling. It is humanly possible. If you do that and be thankful, glory to God, be thankful for God doing what he has done by his grace in your life. And what it requires? Getting your eyes off yourself and on to Jesus. And all God promises to be for you in him. It requires seeing grace. Being different comes from seeing differently. Oh, yes. And here's the Bible logic that provides the escape from the temptation to grumble. First Corinthians 10 and 13. All things work together for who? Mm-hmm. My good. Uh, for your good. Yes, Romans 8 and 28. Yes, yes. And I can do all things through Christ, through him who strengthens me. Philippians 4, 13. So, therefore, I can do all things without grumbling. Yes, it may be difficult. It may be hard. It is a fight. But you're fighting for your soul. Uh, God told us it would be that way in 1 Timothy 6 and 12. But he said, huh we will grow in the gracious habit of cultivating gratitude through the rigorous exercise of constant practice of seeing grace. Oh, so as I close today, I I know I've been in here for a moment here, but this is just so good. Let me share this with you. Say this with me. Lord, help me speak more in the accent of heaven. Let me not be prone to grumbling. Lord, even when I feel it, come on, say it. Let me not be prone to scorn the God I love. Come on. Here's my eye. Oh, take and peel it till I see the grace above. Then the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in your sight. O oh, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. <laughs> Well, my prayer for you is that God allows you to live as long as you want and that you never want as long as you live. I am Carol Dixon, and this is Dash.
0: We shouldn't be surprised that unbelievers around us have a different set of values than we do. After all, a star isn't surprised to find that it shines in the great expanse of darkness surrounding it. You see... A star and a disciple of Jesus share one basic purpose, shining our light in the darkness, no matter how great that darkness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast with Carol Dixon. And if you would like to know more about Dr. Carol Dixon and Dash, go to CarolDixon.net and we'll see you next week.